Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Presidential debate. Radical left. Will you shut up, man? Trump and Biden clash. Don't ever use the word smart with me. There's nothing smart about you, Jeff. You're the the worst president America has ever had. Reviews are blistering. I don't think it served the voters. This is like a mud wrestling match. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It was a night of insults, innuendo, and interruption. The first presidential debate. Our CBS News team coverage begins with correspondent Steve Futterman. It began with a polite introduction. We welcome the Republican nominee, President Trump and the Democratic nominee, Vice President Biden. It quickly went downhill. Not what you've said, but and it's not what your party is, has said. That is simply party For 90 minutes, the two men went after each other. President Trump was clearly the more aggressive, the more combative, and the more interruptive. Several times, moderator Chris Wallace scolded him. The country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him, too. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting. The comment creating perhaps the most discussion last night came when Mr. Trump was asked. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say it. Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right supremacists. Stand back and stand by. He stopped short of a total denunciation. There was disagreement over COVID-19. Biden said the president has done a poor job. He panicked or he just looked at the stock market. One of the two, because guess what? A lot of people died and a lot more are going to die unless he gets a lot smarter. That last comment clearly got Mr. Trump upset. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. And the president would not give assurances of a peaceful transition should he lose. Some of the things we heard last night were not completely true. Paula Reed with some CBS fact-checking. President Trump made several claims without evidence to support them about election integrity, including this one. Take a look at West Virginia, mailmen selling the ballots. They're being sold. They're being dumped in rivers. That statement is false. Earlier this year, a West Virginia mailman pleaded guilty to attempted election fraud after changing the party affiliation on five ballot request forms from Democrat to Republican. But there is no evidence that this is widespread. And when asked about the devastating wildfires in California. If you had forest management, good forest management, 
you wouldn't be getting those calls. The truth is, scientists have said higher temperatures, stronger winds, and drier conditions caused by climate change are the real reasons why they have been worse this year. Meanwhile, former Vice President Biden made this claim about manufacturing. Even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. The Trump administration actually added around 443,000 manufacturing jobs from January 2017 to this February. And on a plan for how to handle the pandemic. The president has no plan. He hasn't laid out anything. While President Trump has been criticized for his coronavirus response, his administration has announced plans on how to distribute 150 million rapid COVID-19 tests and a vaccine once it is available. Reaction on social media to what people saw last night has ranged from outrage and disgust to words I can't repeat on the air. CBS News political analyst Leonard Steinhorn notes childish is a word some have used. This was almost like a kindergarten class in which Chris Wallace was the teacher with out-of-control students. And in fact, the one he identified as most out-of-control was the president. A CBS News tally indicates Mr. Trump interrupted Biden at least 73 times during the debate. Our polling after the clash offers insight on several questions. Anthony Salvanto is our director of elections. Tone of the debate, 83 percent thought it was negative. As for who won, we asked that, and it looks like the vote coming in, 48-41 in favor of Joe Biden. Most people came in having already made up their minds. How did the debate make you feel? 69 percent annoyed, way outpacing the 17 percent who said it made them feel informed. Both candidates plan events today to try to rev up post-debate support. Biden stays in Ohio to campaign. Mr. Trump will be in Minnesota. The wildfires raging now in Northern California are blamed for at least three deaths and the loss of 250 homes and businesses. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has the latest. More than 80,000 people have been forced to flee, including the entire towns of Calistoga and Angwin. You're looking at your house going, am I ever going to see it again? Some of the region's historic wineries and vineyards have suffered millions of dollars in damage. Today's the day grand jury recordings are released in the Breonna Taylor shooting case. CBS's Adriana Diaz says it comes amid accusations the state's attorney general misrepresented what went on. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron admitted no charges were recommended for Breonna Taylor's death. The charge that we could prove beyond a reasonable doubt was for one endangerment against uh, Mr. Hankinson. All along, we asked, was there any evidence even presented on Breonna Taylor's behalf? Ben Crump represents Taylor's family. We at least want to know it's equal justice under the law for black people as victims, not only when black people are accused of crimes. Major cutbacks announced at a leading entertainment company. CBS's Jim Crisula. The Walt Disney Company will lay off 28,000 workers at its theme parks in California and Florida. Most of the planned layoffs involve part-time employees, but they will include salaried workers and non-union hourly workers. Some members of the NFL's Las Vegas Raiders were seen at a charity event without masks that could could mean NFL penalties. Singer Helen Reddy has died. I am a woman, hear me roll, in numbers too big to ignore. The anthem, I am woman, propelled her to Grammy-winning superstardom in 1973. Helen Reddy was 78. And singer and actor Mac Davis has died. He was a popular crossover artist in his own right, but got a lot of attention writing some hits for Elvis Presley. On a cold and gray Chicago morning, a poor little baby child was born in the ghetto. 
Mac Davis died after heart surgery. He was 78. Music can sometimes reach loved ones lost to the ravages of Alzheimer's disease. And as we hear from CBS's Vicki Barker in London, that was the case with a father and son in Great Britain. Nick Harvey saw his retired music teacher dad, Paul, was frustrated. He could no longer play some of his favorite pieces. But then I remembered an old party trick of dad. Which was to invite guests to name four random musical notes. F natural, A and then improvise a tune. And this was the result. This 80-year-old man, deep in Alzheimer's, still able to improvise on the piano. Now, the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra says it will stage a full orchestral version of Paul Harvey's piece. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. That's the CBS World News Roundup for Wednesday, September 30th. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail. Or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.